So welcome back to another episode of Echoes on Air. I am Janelle. I'm Chris. I'm Tam. I'm DR. And I'm Richie Richards. Right. Oh, we got a full name. Some, know, somebody right? was too good for just Richie. Yeah, welcome to, we've got some newbies. We've got, we've got some vets. We've got some newbies. So welcome to you guys. Um, I, full disclosure, uh, it's been a rough month. Yeah. So uh, I really, I really let Chris handle this one. So uh, that would be. I'm sorry. Did you feel that? That was the bus. Okay. Cool. cool. No. No. Right. No. No. I'm all good. Just. I have canceled buses. I'm bus proof. So I'm just gonna let them. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and throw you under that. Um. So I, I am actually excited to like just be a part of the conversation because I, I was, I took a back seat on this episode. Good um, for you. It doesn't Whatever. She still it. did so much work. Y'all, y'all talk about she did. You, she took the back seat. What she means is, I wrote out a list of questions <laughs> and like thought up what the topic should be, or more like I submitted a list of possible topics, <laughs> and Janelle was like that one. Like she, uh, no, she did a bunch of work. Never believed Janelle when she said she didn't do. A I bunch never of work. believed. It's always Janelle. a lie. Period. <laughs> but yes, I mean, I think I am. Um, you know, kind of taking the lead in moderating this uh, conversation a little bit. I don't know why I did that voice for fun. Okay. I like it. Well, that was so, fun. Um, that was fun. I mean, are we are we doing more introductions? Or are we gonna jump? No, right I in? think we're. I mean, do you guys do you want to tell us your life story, or you think I you're always gonna... love talking about myself? Well, great, cool. But I don't think that's the topic for today. Cool, awesome. <laughs> well, we'll save yourself great, for thanks. another <laughs> a whole other topic. I love it. A whole podcast okay, about so it. See what I'm saying? This you're is joking, but like yes. dot 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 question mark future echoes content. Right on. <laughs> we just had an echoes meeting. We know what 2020 so, looks like. So I you, love that. Maybe playing. My birthday's in May, have... so if you want to schedule us in May, that'd be a lot of fun. Sweet. Okay, so, so today we are talking about cancel culture. So I guess I think it might be fun to start with just everybody saying what you think cancel culture is, because I feel like it's a very contested. What does it mean? Yeah. Anybody? I think cancel culture means when you piss enough people off, they just don't want to be bothered with you or anymore, or they try to kick you off your platform because they don't agree with what you're doing. Right on. That, yeah. That's about yeah. That's about, <laughs> yeah. About you just you just pissed off enough people. Yeah, that works. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That that works for my definition. I'd like to cancel cancel culture. Yes. Many in terms would. in terms of the phrase cancel. Cuz no one's getting canceled. This like, is true. We're talking about them. <laughs> These names are happening. Some people are getting better uh, careers out of being canceled. So I don't necessarily it's, 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 it's a cheap phrase, and I get it, and it's now part of our culture, and that's okay. But I think words have power, and I'd like to change what we're talking about here. It's not about canceling people. It's about holding people accountable. It's about consequences for our action. It's about raising the cultural um, intelligence, I believe, of what is okay anymore. It's changing. Okay, so I just want to quickly step in and say, like, I was afraid I was going to have to be the, like, the, like, cancel culture's not that bad person. Like, canceling is, like, kind of what you just said, right? Yeah. Like, the phrase cancel culture is kind of dumb, but, like, the actual process is, like, not that oh, bad. Oh, no, the process is, is it's important, it's necessary, it's valid. But apparently, y'all are taking that position, so now I have to be the devil's advocate. <laughs> it's like, but it's bad to cancel. Janelle, he's done. He already, he's, he's done. Already you got to step in. <laughs> 
What do you think, Richie? What do you think? I don't know. I think I think the interesting thing about the English language is that we have too many words for everything. Um, <laughs> and so uh, call-out culture or cancel culture is, to me, just another word to say exile or to banish someone from something uh, if they don't follow the paradigm of secure this thought. And I don't think it's bad. I think contention and conversation is good to have the discussions that we need to have to understand the state of the general human condition. Uh, and in this state, we are in absolute turmoil. So call-out culture can absolutely lead us to having a conversation about something else that we need to be having. Agreed. I think when you say cancel culture, it seems so small. It diminishes how important it is. And I think that's the issue that we have. It's like it's making people reinvent and rethink the way that they behave and move. But if you just label it cancel culture, it doesn't seem as important as it should be because it's actually making people, you know, have conversations Mm -hmm. and conversations that are usually uncomfortable. You're having them. But to just diminish it by cancel culture, it should be something else. I agree. And I think that even the like, again, the term cancel it puts people on defensive right, right. now like mm. I don't I don't want to cancel anybody I do not want to cancel a human being in this world right. what I want to do is have an uncomfortable conversation about why what they said or what they did may not be appropriate mm-hmm. and here's the thing y'all we all do it all the time yeah. If, yes, if yes. we truly live by cancel culture, we'd all be canceled. We wouldn't be having a podcast right now. Right. I would right. be watching right. Gilmore Girls for the 18th of time. Right. And while that does sound really uh, exciting. Except Gilmore Girls would also be canceled. Right. Why? Fair. Why? You, you want to have that conversation right now? You tell me why. That is a perfect show. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure. Exactly. So with. you're canceled. <laughs> well, that um, escalated quickly. <laughs> wait, but wait. No. See, are there any not white people on that show? Uh, yes. Lane is an Asian American. Her okay. mother is Asian American. But you are correct. I will grant you that there are not that many people of color. And that is definitely a, that is a fault. See, canceled. God okay. damn it, you're right. <laughs> that was cool. But that's why I don't want to cancel. I don't want to cancel. I want to say, hey, Amy Sherman Paladino. Put some black people in your show. It's okay. We like them. But like, then it would change the whole dimension of the show. That's well, true. I mean, listen. I don't know. That may make it not so perfect. Oh, I think it would make it more perfect. I think having you on that show would make it perfect. Go, let's oh, do I it. I could never be on Gilmore Girls. Why not, oh, Tam? I cuss way too much for that. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> I like that episode. Prove it. I already like that episode Wait, already. <laughs> but Janelle, what's your, what's your take on cancel culture? The same. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I think, I think, yeah, I think they said everything. It's pretty much the same thing. Like, I'm not sure that I really think that, I, I don't think anybody is ever being canceled. And if they do get canceled, they don't stay canceled. Correct. So, That's true. So, like, meh, it's Although, not really. Well, we're still in, we're still in, we're still in some of the, like, I mean, I think Harvey Weinstein might be canceled. Like, yeah. honestly, yeah. at the end of the day. Fair. And I think that's okay. Fair. But who knows what will happen in 10 years? I don't know. Yeah. Um, and so, like much of life, there's a hierarchy things and there's a uh, um, a barometer. And so... Yeah, I was about to say that. So, like, like, wh- like at what point do you... So, there are certain levels of pistivity right. that have what to be... What a good word. You know what I mean? that say that again. Pistivity. So, like, for Brilliant. me, you, yeah. <laughs> I remember when Janet Jackson got pregnant and she canceled all her concerts. Mm-hmm. And I was pissed because I had tickets and I was ready to cancel Janet Jackson and I was like, forget her and her Benjamin Button baby. I don't care. <laughs> I'm mad that I can't go to her darn concert. And then she had a baby and it was beautiful and she gave us tickets and they were better seats. And I was like, yay, Janet. So 
But hold on. What 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 that's a perfect example of what's happening here is somebody right. made a mistake, quote unquote. I don't think having a child is a mistake. Well, maybe I do. I don't whatever. whatever. <laughs> right. Cancel me later. We'll talk about that. Right. But what happened there was that something she did not deliver what she said she was going to. Right. She recognized it and she made it right. She gave you better like the end of the story. True. What is your takeaway now? You got better tickets than Janet I Jackson. I got better tickets. Girl, look, I mean it was two Cancel and everybody and give me something later. better. It was two and a half years later. It was two and right. a half wow. years later. Yeah. And it was post baby dancing Janet. What does that mean? Was it? Was I mean, it, she, she I mean back, did she? Oh, were you, were oh, you there? No. I don't, then I'm you might not, sure. not be making my point for me right now. Like, <laughs> I, was I thought happy it was to good. be there, and it was a great concert because, of course, seeing Janet and right. concert. Sure. But I would have rather saw her two years prior oh, well, when she okay. bought the tickets. When I bought the tickets, but that's fair. But right. but but the point is, but I no longer you, dislike her. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> you uncanceled her cancel. I uncanceled her. And that's another point too. The fucking fickle audience that we're talking about right now. I'm like, so fickle. Oh my god. No, you're not the only one. Uh, yes. Number one fickle audience is uh, the refans of Kanye West, who was apparently canceled a year ago, and now he's performing at Howard, and everyone Howard. likes him again. Howard. Yes. And I saw that because of Darnell. Um, he had posted something again. The other person that I log on to Facebook to see the shenanigans <laughs> because I log on for them. Um, but Darnell had posted something about him being at Howard and it was like basically like the way the, this whole cycle of, it, it was a much funnier meme than I'm about to explain it, but the way that the cycle of how this black audience was not supporting this black man who uh, supported Trump who wanted to get rid of all the money for the <laughs> for HBCUs, HBCUs. Yeah. is now performing on the stage at, and it's just like, wh what happened? What, what, wh where, where were y'all angry? No, so like, I think there are layers to it, right? I think what Kanye did is he did upset, I guess I can say a majority of the black population in the US, to what I'm understanding. Uh, but what he did was he mapped over that with something that everyone can sort of palette, which is, church and gospel um and so i don't think it's that he's forgiven for supporting trump as much as he's being re-accepted for presenting something new that everyone can get on board with so he's following again that paradigm that everyone is sort of tuned into as opposed to going uh in that other direction that no one is really trying to you know hear so have ha, is, is he forgiven by, who? Uh, by a lot of people apparently by no that's what i'm asking people. i don't, I don't by, by I am not in this fight I at all. I believe I'll, I'll that be Kanye honest. West died in a tragic accident a few days before he could say any of those things about <laughs> wait. slavery. <laughs> wait, wait. You just cannot gloss over that. He died. No, yeah, he's gone. As far as I'm concerned, <laughs> so I know like Kanye a, West. A, a get out Kanye? Is this what ah, we're talking about? Like his brain has been removed? One, I don't know what it is. I don't know who that is that's speaking, but it's not. There's the a white man in Kanye's body right now. I think, like, y'all dropping Wowzers. news, breaking news. Wowzers. I don't know what it was, but my opinion is that's a fake. I just need you to know that this is now the new idea of like Tupac is still alive on a beach somewhere. Like, this is like yes, now. The real Kanye is probably in Cuba with Tupac. Yes. It, it, Cuba would be where they would be. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what people say Tupac is. When I see Kanye going into all these black churches and uh, then leaving and getting on the airplane with a hat that says Make America Great Again, I just think that those churches were the stupidest people to invite him wow. in. Well, that's... Like, mm -hmm. you forgot that quick? But no, they didn't because they So then why is he did. there? Yeah, how, how are you, you there? You know why he... Because he's it, famous? 
Because he's, he's famous. He's, and he's because famous and people go and look at the church and people go ask mm-hmm. questions. They that's go and that's an integrity issue then right then and there. And oh, I don't disagree. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm learning out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their yeah, offerings no. will like quadruple for that. Right. Week. So we're unable... I say we, but we're unable to separate the celebrity from the person. Is that the issue? Like we, we understand that his what he believes in as right. a person, but we're so caught up in him being a celebrity, we'll just let him do whatever. But so, like the thing that's interesting about that is that so very often it's the other way around. Like people cannot right. separate yep. the celebrity from the person. So I would like to hear everybody else's because I think so often we have that. So why is Kanye different or not different if in other situations I don't know. we can? It's, I guess it's easier for me because I've never been a Kanye fan. So mm. it was kind of like, uh. That's why I say it. I have no skin in this game. I'm right. Just on but the even when like, let's bring in someone like Michael Jackson or R. Kelly. Oh, girl. <laughs> Did I just <laughs> to, hit a to, nerve? To Michael Jackson, not R. Kelly. So, R. Kelly, fair. like, I can let it go. Yeah, he's but gone. Michael, I'm Canceled. Like, I'm he's another really canceled. Hurt. Harvey Weinstein and R. Kelly, y'all canceled. <laughs> Don't come back. Well, go to Cuba. Bill like, oh, Cosby is relatively canceled. Oh, he's pretty gone. <laughs> I mean, he's in jail. <laughs> he is but, in jail. Like, also, like, they'd stop every one of the show. But like, you know, people are saying, like, we can't listen to the music anymore yeah. because mm-hmm. of the lifestyle. Like, do we separate the lifestyle from the person's I mean, that is art or how does that, how does that work? I think that's the crux to this cancel culture idea is that really is the, and I, I, as, as integrity is like key for me. Like I, absolutely. I have made choices that have affected me negatively because of my integrity. And so that is very easy for me to go. And I will 100% not be on board with anybody because of that. But Michael Jackson is hard for me. Um, Me too. For a, a variety of for reasons. For a lot of reasons. Yeah. One, one, he's not here to defend himself. Right. He can't have this conversation. Yeah. And two, that is my childhood. Yeah. I, I, I have friends because of Michael Jackson. And the idea of separating the two is really hard. Or not. I, so I don't know. I yeah. have to say... I, I directed, have a hard time because he's not here to defend yes. himself. And I can't just take one side of the story Absolutely. and run off with it. Nope. I think I'd be better if he was here to actually rebuttal or at least... Yeah. Look in his eyes when he's talking about it to see, are they telling the truth or are they just trying to make money off of his legacy? One could argue, though, he was here for and a he lot well, that, That's himself. the thing, too, is like, here's <laughs> the thing. Times. Do we, nobody wants to hear from Harvey right now. Yeah. This is true. No. So if we're talking about these situations, the victims have really the only spotlight. And if victims are saying Michael Jackson did this, yeah. why is it so hard for me to believe them? And that's where I come in with my integrity issue is I don't... I because like I don't, I don't I know. mean because right now like right now right now if dirty diana come on we gotta stop yeah and i got a jam but we you see what i'm saying yeah. i directed a piece for you and michael jackson came on and my initial response was i don't feel comfortable with the song coming on right now to what extent do we acknowledge that products don't necessarily have to have or be humanized because that's what artists essentially are they are a package um, and that is sort of what they signed up to be, to offer us a product. So at what point do we decide, oh, well, that's a human being. We need to treat them in this way or just accept it for what it is, their story, their narrative, narrative being the whole product of to what they are. So basically we're talking about three entities then. We're talking right. about two separations. We're talking about, about a separation from the celebrity and between the celebrity and the human, human. Or, and then we're talking about a separation between them and their product. Product, yeah. I mean, I think that's a. I, I love that actually. That is a, that is a thought process I never thought about the idea that we are humanizing a product. 
which is mm. kind of problematic. But that's but the way the you sell time, product is by making it relatable. It's what my my issue is the money then, because if we don't, if we do, if we, if we're able to separate that and we buy that product, there's money now going to somebody that we may not agree with. Well, so there's a capitalistic aspect to this if we look at it from the product perspective that we also have to take in consideration. Which in fairness is the whole reason. How did we full circle? To oh, because culture. we're smart. Ah. Um, so, which in fairness is the whole reason to cancel culture. Yeah. Because the whole purpose yep. of canceling someone is to not is reward to them yep. for bad exactly. behavior. Bad behavior. Yep. You're right. yeah, and I was going to say, like, that's part of the thing with Michael. Like, part of the thing is, like, it's not like I'm subsidizing whatever was going on at Neverland Ranch anymore because there's nothing going there on. There is at Neverland no Neverland. Ranch. Oh, that makes it easy. Come on, you ain't canceled, Michael. You ain't getting no money. I don't think that's not. Is how, it, I don't that's think that's not. I want to make it easy. I know. But, I know, but that baby. really is like, especially with R. Kelly, that was part of the deal. Like he was an active abuser. Yeah. Sure. And so it was like, still, yeah, still currently still, in this currently, moment, active. he is right, right now. Well, I mean, he's not actively abusing now because he's in jail. Right. Right. No. 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 I'm saying but, like at the time, like he was still as opposed to comparing him to. Right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back on that. To be honest with you, because like the abuse doesn't happen just because someone's in jail. That's like, very fair. There are there no, are victims that are dealing with that that are that are I'm sorry survivors that are currently that surviving are still, and that are still walking through what he has done to them. So the abuse happens. Yeah. The I'm abuse glad he's in jail. Ongoing. It's still ongoing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then okay, so then also then how do you separate that from Cosby? Because Cosby is still. God damn it. I know. I know. There's this so is, many layers and it's so uh, tough. Well, and, I mean, it's, also, it's, it's kind of And we're easy. also talking about individuals. Like, we hadn't even started talking about companies. Right. You know right. what I mean? Which is a whole other different le level. But, like, how do you... So, like, if we're looking at it from the standpoint of Michael Jackson is no longer around, Bill Cosby is still around, but his reach is significantly difficult, uh, different from our Well, people Kelly. have already made that decision for us. I mean, his show isn't on, so we can't watch it. So someone's already made that decision. So I, I think Bill Cosby is a little easy. I mean, I honestly do have records in my home right now, and I have a record player, and like, I, I don't listen to them, but they're there. And I'm, right. I'm like... And if you wanted to, you could. I could. I yeah. haven't. Don't come for me. Um, but... But I, but I could. And, and I, I have them for a reason. I have them for a nostalgic aspect. I yeah. have it because... Yeah. I also grew up on that show, and yeah. I, I, oh God, I love that entire family. But can we separate the show from the man? Like, it's, there are other people involved in that come show. Come on, and so, and that's, she, so, right. everybody. That was my whole thing when yeah. everybody was trying to cancel the Cosby show, and I was like, so like, and I, I kind of, I, you know, listen, also, I was a huge fan of Roseanne. Like, I don't know, mm -hmm. like, I was a, I mean, like, the initial run of Roseanne was great to me. It was, it was yeah, great. I didn't see, I didn't see any reboots, but the original. To be honest, the reboot was also pretty good. It wasn't bad. I saw the first episode and I was on board with it. I didn't see it, but I will tell you, I was a huge fan of Roseanne. Right, so like I felt the same way. It's like these people who just got this reboot. Like some of these I'm people suffering. had had no job in a minute, right. and they Oof. and they were signing yeah. up for this like, who thank God I can eat. For well, a I think that's one reason right? why they came back. I think, and that right. was the first time that conversation kind of like that's the first time the idea of other people came mm -hmm. into the conversation for me that I heard. It right. may have existed out there, but this was like we can't punish an entire crew of people because, because of, of her one, one mistake. Person's 
And the thing is, TV is different than like with music. Yeah, there's other writers that aren't going to get royalties. But normally, if you wrote for Michael Jackson, you wrote for a lot of other people who make money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or if you wrote for R. Kelly Grant, he wrote most of his own stuff. But you wrote for a lot of other people, so it's not you're still going to have money coming in. So is money part of this conversation that we need to take into account? Like, is I mean, can you not take it into account? Because I feel like it's a reward for their work. That's yeah. why they work so hard is so that they can be you know, wealthy. Mm. And if you're taking their mm. wealth away, the that's pen. part mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. their reward. What were you about to say, Richie? Oh, no, I was saying, like, absolutely, like, uh, capital is such an important uh, aspect to this conversation because it is the reward, as you said. Yeah. I don't know. So, what, okay, so... So, on, the, on that topic of, like, money, is there... What's the difference between canceling somebody and just boycotting? Is there one? I don't think so. I mean, because you see people who were boycotting Nike, but they were buying their stuff to burn it. And I was like, so like <laughs> And so so Good I job. think then the question then is, what what's the difference boycott? between a, a boycott and a protest? Because if you yeah. want to protest, you can walk around in them Nike shoes and protest all you want to. Right. Yes. But a boycott, it has money attached so to it. So we're talking about cancel culture, boycotting, and protesting right now. Yeah. Yes. Wanna, okay, I'm, I'm on board with this because I'm trying to organize a protest for Chick-fil-A. So now I'm curious, okay. like, what does that look like? What are we... Is, is it a protest? Is it is it a boycott? So is can it, I, am can I canceling Chick Fil A? I've already canceled. I know, Chick-fil-A. I know. It's okay. It's okay. I what, know. What, okay. So the way that he felt about about Cosby is currently right now in the moment how she's feeling about Chick Fil A. So like, I also want to say full disclosure. Like, and I know why we dislike Chick Fil A. But every now and again, I have had some Chick-fil-A nuggets, and I'm full disclosuring, and I feel bad about it. I, you should. I, I know. <laughs> you should. I okay, know. So <laughs> me while we're canceling Chick-fil-A. Maybe I've missed something. Um, they uh, Reports have come out that uh, for quite a few years that they donate to uh, various groups that are actively working against LGBT rights in Africa and in America. So here's the thing. I didn't know about that part until recently. What I knew really? about, yeah, absolutely. I knew that they disliked, like no, I knew, so, but yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know. Okay, so. Honestly, in, to, to full disclosure, right. when this happened nine years ago, it was always about where their money was going. If that was not communicated via the media, I, that's a whole other conversation. And, the, and but I don't know if that's somebody, also me, sure, that like I absolutely. didn't consume, I didn't look for, I no, didn't totally. read it and closely. I'm or not whatever. trying to be an asshole, but yeah, yeah. why would you? Like, yeah, right. I mean, here's the thing, like it's not yeah. like really affecting you. And I'm not saying yeah. what that means. Like, I'm not that invested in the Kanye conversation because I'm a white man who doesn't listen to, to Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to speak yeah. about that. Yeah. You're not a LGBT. I, I, I don't think you are. You're fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> LGBT yeah. person. So you're not going to yeah. know about that. But as an LGBT person, as a gay man, yeah. that came up very quickly as this is why we are not going to go to Chick-fil-A yeah. because they are actively putting money into other Nonprofits and other organizations that are actively working to, I, I mean, mean, in Uganda, they are killing gay people. It, it is like they're doing that. And Chick fil A is. I did not know. I genuinely they're funding that. didn't yeah, know, I didn't that, know until that until right now that, yeah. that they were. So, like, my. And my that's why Echoes Media is important. Yes, it's it because is. education is happening right here. And that is, that's meant to be funny and, and glibby and all that jazz, but it's also very serious. This yeah. is why conversations need to happen. And that's why diversity is important because you bring different people together to share their yeah. experiences and to educate. So I'm not going to tell you not to eat at Chick-fil-A, but I am going to tell you it that does make me feel when you You're do making go me there, rethink right. it though. It does like, make me, because I, th- I think, and I, and also the, the level of, okay. So at first, 
like I did go through the whole, I'm like, uh, I don't, I abstain from Chick-fil-A. I did do that. Um, I think that it was also because I genuinely thought that it was, they don't support. Sure. And at some point, like I kind of had these other mixed feelings because I was like, I, I don't support a lot of things, yeah. but you know, you cannot support my mm -hmm. my opinion, but it makes a difference when you are actively, actively. doing something. And yes. so, so for me, the difference was before it would it would be different because I'm like they don't support them, like I I I'm not. I don't agree with their opinion, right. but knowing that they are actively hurting that people, changes things. that changes something for yeah. me. And I, I think this is a good point to, to, to tell your listeners right now, like, who cares what these people are talking about right now and who you're listening to? Go educate yourself. Yeah. You True. hear something here, you want to learn more about Bill Cosby and Kanye and Chick-fil-A, go do your research and yes. also look at where you're getting your information from. Yes. Just don't read the first thing that comes up on Google. You right. are... A human being that has amazing opportunities to educate yourself so do it and I'm talking to my mom right now do it um, it's important uh, so don't listen don't take my word for it don't right. take Janelle's don't take anyone that is talking right now because these are still uh, all opinions absolutely we're all biased we all okay I, I am one of the most biased people right now I'm gonna tell you right now I've already come in here ready to go because of my experience but I'm also open to learning about Others. your experiences yeah. and how that can educate me and change my mind. I am open to that, let but I'm not open to Chick-fil-A. Let me just be clear that, that that's, that's legit my takeaway today. Right. Like, I mean, we don't even have yeah, to get I to the no end idea. of the episode. I'm, I'm like, like, wow. I didn't know about the Uganda thing. I thought that at one point they were funding conversion therapy organizations, which I also consider Which is problematic. Murder. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. absolutely. Well, yeah. I didn't know that they, they were financing yeah. anything. Yeah. I just thought that they had taken a stand that they didn't believe that's in the lifestyle. That's what I thought. And that's totally fine. Which is fine. You don't have to believe in the lifestyle if that's your opinion. But for you to actively finance for it yep. to be eradicated, then I have a problem. I have a problem. problem. you want to also cancel lifestyle, it's not a lifestyle. I, I, I'm born this way. I'm, I live my Absolutely. It's not a lifestyle. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's who I am. So, but I agree with you that yes. you don't have to, here, here's the thing. Organizations Coming don't to have you, to, Richie. I'm so sorry, Richie. Organizations do not have to support LGBT. That's fine. You're a private thing. You can do whatever you want. But it, again, it's the actively part that is problematic. Right. Mm -hmm. right. Richie? I was going to say, isn't just the sheer fact that they're saying these things, isn't that enough action? Like, why does it have to be where they're putting their money? I feel like as a company that's so public facing and they're so, um, I guess, influential across the masses, them simply saying something is enough to sort of spark or continue to proliferate negativity towards uh, same-sex marriage. So why is it that it's only when it becomes an economic or a capital thing that we say, oh, well, maybe now uh, we don't or I won't support. Come um, on, Richie. I mean, Let's go. I'm I, with like, you. I'll follow you anywhere. Oh, my jeez. <laughs> I think we wait for the financial aspect because sometimes just their opinion may not actually move anyone. Like yeah. you can come out and say anything, but for you yeah. to be putting forth effort to actually, you know, put money towards an organization to harm people or, you know, you can come out and say that you don't like something. That doesn't mean that people are going to follow that necessarily. I also think, though, that Chick-fil-A is big enough that people probably would. Probably would. I mean, pay more yeah, attention like, to what, their like, opinion. What do you think they thought their impact would be? But I, I, I think my answer to that question, I think my answer to that question would still be that, like, well, I get what you're saying, but I still think everybody is entitled to an opinion. That doesn't stop me from sitting down. That just means I disagree with you. So it's just a matter but, of who states their opinion that will will follow behind. Okay, but in the opposite direction, right? Like we all canceled Roseanne because of something she said. 
and an opinion that she held that was very racist, but it wasn't like it wasn't like we knew that Roseanne was donating to. Uh, okay, what did we cancel people. Roseanne for specifically? Ooh, girl. Oh, she said. I, I remember. I remember. I thought the big Jack's was working hot. on it. I remember her reaction to it, but I don't remember the actual. <laughs> I thought the bitch was white. It's I'm something, sorry. It's something it's racist just, that she it's said. It's just the way you said it. Specifically, Jewish as well. It's um, a, well, it that's, was specifically about better. the woman that was like. I think a lot of things. The advisor right. to Barack Obama, okay. Valerie Jarrett. Yes. She said something very racist about Valerie Jarrett, and yeah. that was yeah. like the last straw. <laughs> Granted, she had been going on sort of unhinged conspiracy oh, rants. For but a long she didn't time. say I disagree with her existence. Like, what did she say? I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, I'll pull it up. Yeah, but it was a, but like that was why she got canceled. It was that she said something very racist. It wasn't necessarily that. So or she compared case, she her to canceled for opinions and words. Uh, Muslim Brotherhood and Planet of the Apes had a baby equals VJ. Oh God, that's disgusting. Well, that's uh, that's super so like, racist. So, but but like that's also different to me from I disagree with the biblical foundation sure. of whatever. Well, okay. I think, Do you see what I'm saying? Just like, about that's that real fast. Okay. I think James Baldwin has he's yes right about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, just so cool. his quote right now that I have been living off, of, especially after this whole Ellen DeGeneres Bush mm. oh, bullshit. No. Which I did see I that. don't know if I want to go down that road on this thing, but. Here's the thing about uh, being kind and learning how to disagree with other people is James Baldwin said, we can disagree and still love each other unless your disagreement is rooted in my oppression and denial of my humanity and right to exist. Right. right. And I've been looking at that all week, too, especially after the Ellen DeGeneres thing. And I think that's kind of how I felt about the Chick-fil-A thing is that we disagree. Yep. But right now. Yep. They are actively exactly. working. And that's kind of, I think that's kind of where I was, that was the reasoning yeah. for it. So Richie, I agree with you. I would love to raise the consciousness of everybody, the idea that like, <laughs> sexual orientation should not be a conversation across the board for anything right now. Like right. it does not matter. Right. Um, and that is the goal, I believe. But I also cannot um, uh, turn a blind eye to a very large belief in this country rooted in evangelical and Christian beliefs that that is wrong. It's that is th that is actually the wrong thing. Right. But I I can't I can't fight someone on their faith. I can't. I want to, but faith like that's a whole other thing. Like your faith is your faith, and mm -hmm. I, I have to respect that. Um, what I can do is just show you that I'm not a bad human being, and that mm -hmm. I love my husband of 14 years. Like mm -hmm. it's it's you don't get to talk about that. Um, but I, I agree, Richie. That I I, I wish everyone would not bring that into what we are currently existing in this world together. Um, but I, I do have to acknowledge that not everyone's going to agree with that. I think that we're making a distinction between like when somebody, not just what is our disagreement rooted in, but also like, where are you coming from? Are you coming from this like long faith tradition that I have to have at least some respect for? Like that's like Chick-fil-A, right? Whereas, um, Roseanne really wasn't coming from nowhere. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't any like long history of. No, she well, was just that making, was a history. She was I mean, there was a long history. <laughs> but it wasn't a long history we respect. <laughs> but yes. Right. She was making a joke. Right. And that's, I mean, I have to say, in doing a little bit of research for today's episode, the idea that like very much all the cancel culture is rooted around comedians right now. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a, a very. A lot of it. A lot of mm -hmm. it. And, and, and for good reason, I think. I think comedy has been kind of like the redheaded stepchild in social justice that people haven't uh, had any time to 
address and now we're having to because right. it's being thrusted upon us because of the um, availability of Twitter. I mean, it, I mean, I'm reading all the articles. It's really just like someone's Twitter post. Like, get off Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not on it. Thank goodness. Right. I'm good. I can run for public office, y'all. And I shouldn't because I've done some shit. But because <laughs> I, I'm not on or Twitter. You not on or Twitter. You <laughs> oh, come on. You want to be my campaign manager? <laughs> Got it. Come on, Echoes Media. <laughs> I think a lot of people forget that you can have opinions and you can state your opinions, but there's always going to be consequences mm-hmm. for your opinions. And I right. think that that's where people kind of get it, you know, mixed up where they're like, I can't believe people are upset with me. Well, those are the consequences for your opinion. I, but, but an opinion is, your racism is not an opinion. It's, it's broken there. thought process. Well, like, this idea that medias are saying, that. like, I push boundaries. No, you don't. Racism is not a boundary to be pushed. You're a racist. Calm the fuck down and stop being that way it's that simple i am so here for this episode i cannot tell you okay go ahead i'm sorry i'm not trying to i i I hear you i I get the opinion part but i think we need to also well no i think that a lot of people just because that's what they're taught if you're taught that what you believe is true you know if you're taught that the, the sky is red and everybody in your family believes the sky is red and you walk outside and someone tells you it's blue it's still your opinion but that doesn't make it right no i you're you're i there yeah. is a there's a very much a very real issue about how people are raised and where they're coming from and, Absolutely. You're, and you're, you're right but and i think that that's something that people actually do make allowances for like it's one thing and that's part of the reason that like i think cancel culture, quote unquote, when it applies to celebrities is treated very differently than if you try to cancel, which has happened, right? Like the random woman that um, uh, that like won't let the black guy into the apartment building, right? Mm-hmm. And then Twitter like finds her and gets her fired from her job, et cetera, et cetera. Which like, I don't have a problem with that either personally. Yeah. But <laughs> like, I feel like we treat those two things differently because, like, maybe you did grow up thinking the sky was red, and so maybe we have a little bit of patience with you. But by the time you're a celebrity and you're rich and famous, well, okay, you and also, comma, by the time blue. that is right now, can we also just yeah, say that? And, and for me, by the time that is right now, any, I don't have any patience for ignorance or stupidity because we have access to so much knowledge. Yeah. So I don't care if you were. Growing up on a farm in the middle of Iowa, if you walk past somebody and you just assume that they're a big black man, so you're afraid because that's what your parents taught you, but you've never actually been around anyone, then I just assume that you are. So, an what's idiot. the difference between an opinion and ignorance then? Because I feel well, like you kind of backtracked a little bit. A lot of opinions, a lot of opinions are based off of ignorance, but that doesn't mean it's valid. But you have to know that that's their opinion. And then you have to educate that person. Uh, I think it's. I think it gets. And that's where it's frustrating. Wait, Ricky, were you gonna say something? Yeah, I was. I was just simply gonna say that um, I believe that everyone is absolutely entitled to an opinion, uh, but we absolutely don't need to hear it most of the time. <laughs> right. Um, right. It becomes a conversation about democracy as well and how we try to democratize social media and where we think everything we say matters or has some sort of impact. And the truth of the matter is most things that we say will absolutely have no impact on anything. Um, Literally, it it probably won't affect anything, but just saying it might, it might, but it might not also. I think alternative discourse is very important, but it also needs to be handled in a socially responsible way. Uh, which most people don't actually consider when they're they're speaking. That's true. I, I think a lot of people on social media specifically are not socially responsible because they're hiding behind absolutely. the computer. Like yep. I always tell people, if you post something that you wouldn't say to someone to their face, right. mm-hmm. that's socially irresponsible. Right. 
True. And I know yeah. that I say a lot of crazy shit on Facebook. She does, and it's amazing. But Ooh, girl, I am that person now. who right. will say it to you to your, your face. Also, I believe that she will. Absolutely. I'm not I'm not one of those type of people that's going to hide behind my keyboard. If I yeah. think you're crazy, I'm going to tell you in your face that right. you're crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's just who I am. I've always been that way, and that has kept my circle very small, and I'm okay with that. But also, if I tell you I don't believe, you know, in your opinion, and you get offended, and the first thing you want to say is, oh, you have three kids, and you're probably poor, and I'm like, that has no... Mm-hmm. validity behind it but you wouldn't say that to me in my face right. so why are we talking and that's right. what I always say you have have a good day find the peace that you deserve <laughs> and I keep it moving but also comma can we just acknowledge the petty in that statement right <laughs> fine wait and and y'all can't see the look that she giving me but she said I she know. just said, find the peace you right. deserve right yes. now. Right she back said, at you with those eyeballs. Hi, yes. Not the peace that, that you deserve. Oh, that's no. That's, and, that's, and, I, and I am here for it. You see what I'm saying? It, may, it, it makes so much I sense. I hope you find the peace I hope you, you find deserve. the peace. To, I, hope you, I, I hope you find the peace you deserve. Bless your heart. It, 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 right. Amen. <laughs> Completely. Come on, so, come so, on, the South. I think we just need to be more responsible. <laughs> well, right, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I was about to get canceled yeah, myself. You about to cancel yourself? Behind the South. No, nope, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Two of us heard what was said. <laughs> I missed this it. This is my last episode with Echoes Media. <laughs> I just have to say I've enjoyed my time here. I missed Much it. Much love to no, everyone. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, I didn't hear it. And You're totally Jack fine. And probably going to get rid of it. I'm kidding. You should totally keep it or whatever it was. Um, I, I don't... I, okay. So when we're looking at these companies that we're talking about, how long does the cancellation... That's real because I like remember the monkey whatever H and M ad, where like it was like a black kid and it was yep. like the monkey I'm on the, the shirt, monkey in the jungle or something, and I canceled H and M for about six months, and then I went to the mall and I was like, I really need. Or t-shirt. even recently when H and M just posted that new ad yes. where the girl, the black girl's hair was all over her head, it wasn't well groomed, mm. and my first comment was maybe that was the design aspect yeah. of the whole and shoot. And I, I so I actually had some I had some. I had some. You don't know this one. No, I'm I'm cool, cool. I'm here for it because uh, Jackers, can you look H and M? I don't know. You could probably I think look it was up like H&M. fall ad or something like that. Fall ad. Black and so girl. my comment was maybe it was the after school look because I have three kids. I know what they look like when I send them to school, and then they look <laughs> homeless when they come home. <laughs> and I always have to explain to people like. That's not how I send my children out. That's not how they send. <laughs> yeah, the I don't. School so I, that's why I said maybe no. it's the after school. And look. and y'all have seen like these new things on Facebook when school started. That was actually this is the first year it that I saw that. It was a whole thing where they were sending kids to school and they were the cutest little things. Oh, they were so cute with their little backpacks and, and their smiles. Home home and they came home <laughs> and you were like. Whose child is this? I mean, I'm not surprised. Think about what happens at schools. Do, I, right. well, yes. it, it's a war zone. It's apparently. a war zone. Well, but that's what I told them. Yeah. I, and so what I did was I went and found the pictures of the whole ad campaign, mm-hmm. not just the black mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Smart. And so Smart. then everybody's hair was disheveled. Oh. Well, we all have different textures of hair. Yeah. Right. So if everybody's hair is in a messy bun and that black girl has that texture hair, that's what her hair is going It'll to look, look like. like. In that style. In that style. <clears throat> but then I also went back and zoomed in on just the little girl's face. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. 
It seemed it seemed like a really weird thing to be super upset about. They were so pissed. Who was upset about this? Yeah, I get it. Black black people. Yeah, black black people people. were like, "Why is her hair combed? Why is her hair so?" That's so interesting because I don't. I can't speak to that. Well, and it, it, I guess it feels like we're being represented in not a nice light. Whereas, but like also, so here was my thing but about it's a, that. It's a natural. So, light. and that's what right, I was going to say, that's what and, I and that was my that thing is is nice. But like, like and that's and that's exactly I, I want what more I was of saying. This. Like, I want more big kinky because hair my thing that's is, is what did you want? What did you want her to Thank do? You. Did you? And then also that get, that takes me back to what I said on the last po- podcast, which is you don't get to tell me how to black. So like, what if my black don't, don't look, look like, like that? yours? What if what if like? Honestly, I know people that do their hair like that because they don't want to do their hair. I, I think like. Me. <laughs> She's like, three me. days after I do. before haircut. I'm like, cover my hair. So. But at the same time, we have to recognize that black people in media have been used in terrible ways. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's a reaction to, oh, this is another representation of that. Which I hate because I feel like sometimes our culture is so quick to pick the bad thing mm. like they must be after us instead right. of giving them a chance like you didn't even do the research to see what the rest of the line looks like like why would you jump on the bandwagon and just assume that they just put this one little girl out there looking a mess okay. and, so, and so my other she thing also is, doesn't look a mess I just look at the picture what are, what are we talking I about I zoomed in on her face and I said what y'all fail to realize is y'all are tearing this girl down you're missing her perfect skin her high cheekbones her big smile her big old right. smile like these are all the things that you should but seen. that's but they that's but so put, like good makeup on the girl like they didn't yeah right so but, but my thing with that also it. when when I saw this that what really upset me was not so much it was also the commentary that you added by saying it was bad yes mm. so you went through and you said oh they showed us in a bad light and it's like why is that why is this light bad right because they didn't say that. You, you did. did. So right. what you're saying so, to me is, so this natural hair is not right. Was, what you're is saying not to good. me is the way that my hair grows out of my head mm-hmm. is negative if it's pictured. Right. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't do that. Now, no. now if you want to put a kid in a monkey and and call him a monkey, cool, cool. I'm on board. Let's talk about this. Do Wait, you see what I'm saying? That's not so, cool. Okay, let me. See. No, no, no. I'm saying cool. I'm ma- I'm cool that you're mad about it. Oh, okay. like, but I'm saying, but I'm this in particular. Yeah, I good mean, job. It was rough. I was like, mad about it, but right. also, what I later found <laughs> out was the shirt was blank when they put him in it. They later added the Stop monkey image it. to the shirt once they decided what the design. Bruh, was going to this be. is another takeaway. Yes. Mind what? is blown. Look, I'm sorry. So what? The parents didn't even know that there would be a monkey on the t-shirt. It was just a plain green shirt when he was. Filmed or whatever, and they photographed, and then later on they what? added the images I... to the shirts. So oh, that's no. when I was upset. Like, what design person said <laughs> we're going to take the little black kid in the plain shirt and put a monkey on it, and that's going to that go well? Well, I didn't even know any about this. Just FYI, any yeah. of these things. So that's oh, Richie, yeah, sorry, what were you... It's called algorithms of oppression, and oh, yeah. uh, the author she talks about how. Uh, in a lot of these high positions, so we're talking photo retouching or the photographer or the designers, um, a lot of people aren't aware of their own biases. So I'm going to play devil's advocate and say they might not have realized how those two things might have paired up together. And just the sheer notion and the fact that they were um, featuring a black kid in their ad might have been enough. So what I'm going to say to that is no. No. Right. (laughs) If you don't know enough... 
Because, and I'm only going to say that because, again, what I was saying before, by this point, you've had Dove, you've had Pepsi, yes. you've had, you see what I'm saying? Like, by this point, it as, was the an, black ad, face shoes. Like, as person. an ad person, yeah. but also he comes from an advertising background, so maybe he has some, some extra knowledge that I don't know. That's what he does. The process is sometimes so quick that it doesn't go over like a second or third set of eyes. It's probably, it, it could have been done like what, in 30 minutes and they just sent it out and that was it. Like sometimes things literally do not go up the chain, down the chain, down to this person, get a black team. Is this racist, a white team? How do you feel about it? it, it that doesn't happen. It's literally who's editing the photo and it goes out. So like all of the times that we're talking and we're saying like, you should have more people in this room or you should have a better whatever team, like a more diverse team, because somebody on your team could have said, hey, Dove, taking off this dirty uh, shirt on this black girl and then making it a clean shirt on a white girl, it's probably not a great idea. Like, Well, but I also say video shoots are different than but I'm I'm saying for ad, for ad purposes, right? So like the whole reason that we're saying that is because we're saying that there should be a more diverse team of people. And what you're saying is is it doesn't filter through it doesn't always filter through a team the way that we think it filters through a team. It absolutely does not. I I also disagree with the idea of like you don't need a diversity team to have these conversations. We should be educating everybody about diversity, inclusion and um um what's the third? Jesus. Come on. Edit Equity. This out. Equity. Yes. Diversity, inclusion, and equity. That, that doesn't fall on people of color or a queer person. That falls on all of us as a collective mm -hmm. human yeah. being. We, sh we all need to be doing that yes. work. And, and especially as a white man, I need to be doing that work more than anybody else here. The idea that an oppressed group has to educate the oppressor is problematic. Yes, no, 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 I totally get that. But what I'm saying is, is by having a diverse team, it means if your, actual, if your teams in your boardrooms reflect the people that you're selling your product sure, to, sure. then there are going to be people that are, that are going to be there that will be educated within that process because they're going to have more interaction with Absolutely. other groups. And I people. agree with you that the, the people in the rooms that are making decisions should look like the diversity of our country, but I also don't, I think it's very easy for white people to be like, oh, we just need a diversity team to take care of that. No, you yeah, need no, to educate no, yourself. No Band-Aids. White We're not, CEO, yeah. you need to understand what it looks like to have unconscious bias because you have it. Like we all have Everybody it. Everyone in this it. room has unconscious bias. I yeah. do it every day. Yeah. I walk out in the world and I'm like, oh my God, why are you such a racist ER? Like mm -hmm. it happens. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We are all doing it and we cannot just let it give it to a diversity hire to take care of it. And we to need be to be responsive for that and educate ourselves. And I think we even do it to ourselves. Cause I will tell you when I worked for the other company that I work for, there were times that I felt, I felt like I was taught to look for people very specifically mm -hmm. um, where I was working um, the store that I was working in I originally started and I remember specifically it was a car rental company and it's specifically like if you were to come into and need to rent a car um, there were requirements if you had a debit card and then there were no requirements if you have a credit card so mm -hmm. as long as you have a driver's license and a credit card you're golden we don't need anything. It just needs to have X, Y, Z amount of space yep. on your credit card. You're profiling. Right. But if you have a debit card, not only do you, we need your debit card, right, because, of course, that's finite funds. We also need to know where you live. We need to show a bill in your name. It needs to have a zero balance so that we know that you're not in debt. And it has all these other extra things that you are required to show. Mm -hmm. I'm not so mad about that because underwriting is a thing, so fine, right? But what I 
what I do remember very clearly and very early on with my experience with the company is originally I would be like, do you, I would immediately ask, do you have a credit card or a debit card? And I would notice that the people that had been there did not ask that question. They asked for the white person's credit card, mm. but they asked oh. for the card and then the two bills. Or even before when we would see them walking up, my uh -huh. assistant manager would say, hey, don't forget to get their two bills and blah, blah, blah. This person yeah. hasn't even come into the room. Wow. wow. So because of that, I I learned because, yep. of course, I'm yep. learning from my assistant manager. I have only been with this company for a month, maybe two. But over the course of that time and being trained by him, I became like I was like, oh. And I started noticing about like maybe five months in, I was like, I only do that with black people. Yep. Mm. Wow. I've been black all my life, but I literally only do that with black people. Yep. And there were a select few white people that I'd be like, I think they have a debit card. <laughs> A but, different type of profiling. Exactly. Yeah. But, profiling but they for looked class. Right. economic. Yeah. It, yes. Right. So I like to I don't I don't know. I mean I guess that would still be pretty unconscious, <laughs> but also very conscious. What's the company? Let's cancel them. <laughs> Sorry. Right. I'm right. just trying to get it back to cancel because I feel like we're going into more like no, not, equity and stuff, which is an important conversation. But I'm but. saying like yes, yes. But I'm saying like that type of like I think we end up learning that. Absolutely. Even still, but we yeah. take that into these places and like, how do you unteach that? And if they're seated, seated at these boardrooms and making these decisions, then how is it not on someone else to point that out? Do you, do you, do you know what I mean? Like, I, yeah, I, I get it. I do. And you're, and you're right. Someone has to be the one to do it. And it's usually the oppressed person because they're the ones that's living with it. And it fucking sucks. So I want to apologize to every person of color that has to go to a white person and be like, stop being a racist because <laughs> they, they should know to stop <laughs> being a racist. Right. Um, but you're, you're right. There is programming that happens. There's profiling that happens. I worked at a bank and I'm not going to lie because of all the emails that we got about black men that came into our place with hoodies. Anytime a black person came into my bank with a hoodie, I was on guard. I, I didn't do anything, but I was just like, okay, is this the person? And, mm -hmm. and that's fucked up. Right. Like the idea that because of my job at working at a bank for five years in that environment, any black man that came in with a hoodie, I was scared. Hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't want to be that person. Right, but then you take that out into the world. Then you take that out into yeah. these situations that we're talking about. Yep. Then you take that. But, but the difference is, if we're going back to cancel culture, is these people who are on a stage don't have the freedom. They don't have the ability to be able to go, oh. Who? Who are these people that are on a stage that don't have that freedom and ability? So I'm sorry, like, I don't understand. But I can forgive you because it's only affecting so many people because you're at a smaller scale. Ah, gotcha. So the grace is easier to give to you, mm -hmm. and we don't give it to Which your Kanye's or your who. Like now, granted, still I mean, Kanye. Still, <laughs> I'm still struggling, but, but I feel like when you become a celebrity, you kind of sign up for that. Absolutely, yeah, you sign up for that, and I know that they like complain about the paparazzi, but then you have celebrities that purposely no one asked you. Yeah. yeah, no one asked you, you to do this. You chose person. to do this. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like if you are a celebrity, and I know that some are like, I didn't do this to become a role model, but that kind of comes happens. with the job. That's what, and you know that. Right. And you know which that. Again, which again, in 2019, you know right? that. You know that. You know that that's, that's what, what comes, comes with, the with the job. Wait, sorry. What did they sign up for exactly? They signed up for? Uh, being uh, a, public, being a, a public figure. Which means that people Everything, have... all the trappings that come with that. 
so to my understanding, they signed up to be a musician that happens to be in the public, not a public figure. But that's Those are two different like, things. Like, that's what I was going to say. If you wanted to be a musician, there are a zillion and seven ways to be a musician, yep. to be a singer, to be a anything that does not require you to be famous. Mm-hmm. And I always say that I would never do anything that would make me famous because I'm not going back and deleting anything I ever said. <laughs> I'm not. And I know I that there are some that. things that you know, have probably made some people mad that they would be like, oh, I would have a publicist that would go, okay, you know, that year 2019, when you did all this, you need to delete everything. I'm not doing that. I'm not. I don't think I'd ever make money. I'm deleting my whole Twitter. (laughs) No, I'm not. I want to be. That, like, to follow up with that, though, obviously not to, like, like jump on you, but more to the challenge of thought, um, could that be seen as a form of victim blaming to say that, what the repercussions that they get for being an artist is something that they signed up for and they should have known that before they did it. I think that's part of the job description. Like, if you become famous, you automatically become a role model. And what you do, you know, is... It, I think it affects that, people. I think there is a level of knowledge, especially again at this point. In this and, point and the, of time and, the and where we are that, in our lives. And the yeah. way that fame works right now. Yes. Like there is a level of knowledge that like, yes. if So like, yes, if you are operating in your gift at this level, yep. it's going to attract this level of attention. If you are going to go to different arenas to perform and you're not, you're performing at arenas and not churches. Yep. If you're performing, you know, like there are certain different things that you do that and honestly honestly like who is gonna perform at like American Airlines and not want to be famous like like everybody who's there to perform there's a level of fame in that in that and even if it's at a PR level like you want to be the PR person for this type of project it's not even that kind of fame it's that level that you're trying to and there are a lot of celebrities who are famous but they're not in the news for yep. the things that they are doing because they're, they're they, yeah they're conscious yeah. about uh, what they po- do. So basically, it's what you're possible. saying is possible. It yeah. is possible. It's very naive to think that it's not going to happen. And you can still do both. You just don't get to have all the trappings and pomp and circumstance of fame. If you if you want to be a private individual, you can do it. Bill Murray does not have a cell phone, y'all. He goes to a so payphone yes. to call his agent. Right. There, there. That's also a privilege of his decades of right. work and everything. And oh, I, I know that not that's everyone. Hilarious. It is hilarious. It's right. amazing. Yeah. I want to be also, him. But also, we don't know nothing about Angela Bassett. Like, what was going true. on? What's going on with Angela and Courtney? Yep. They've been married for eight billion seven hundred and twenty-seven million. Right. <laughs> Three hundred and twenty-seven thousand. Right. And nothing about years. the kids. Either. And we don't. And I forget they have kids. Right. They have two. Yes. They have twins, don't they? Yes, they do. I forget. I didn't even know she was married. See. See? But she's also <laughs> from a different. She's also from a different time, though, of Hollywood. Like, it's very different than it is now. So how can we compare that then to... But she's still a current... But she's still actress. current, though. But, yes. no, but to your point, Richie... There's but she has a certain privilege where she doesn't really have to do that. She so has a name I guess that's... what you're saying, though, I thought too, Courtney was like a woman. Got... I was hoping it was a woman. It's no, not. It's, it's a not. man. And that's it's good. Good for you, Courtney. Be a man. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for you, Courtney. Be a man. Courtney, you think, yes. But, like, I guess I get what you're saying, right? Because she became famous in a different time. Like, her level of fame was achieved in a different time. So I, I get that, too. Like, we're also talking about people who are becoming famous right Janet now. Jackson didn't necessarily, she wasn't, like, out there with it, but we still knew some of her business, right? Like, she wasn't someone that really wanted to put it out. 
um, but it still got out. We knew things about her. We know things about Angela Bassett. I just think now because people live in such a digital way where it's interconnected, you just tend to know more about them. Absolutely. Whether or not that warrants the backlash that they get, I still don't think that that's an argument for that. Um, I do think we should talk about the general public and how they're responding to these public figures and what that's all about and as to why the cancel culture is happening. Um, so in Pedagogy of the Oppressed, uh, Paulo Freire, he talks about how uh, the oppressed takes on characteristics of their oppressors. And I think that's exactly what's happening with call-out culture. So like, okay, so then specifically, because we talked a little bit about comedians, right? Where is the line for the joke and the not joke? Because what some people will say as a comedian is like, they they talk about everyone, right? They're not, it's not racist because they're talking about everyone equally. So like where where does the line, like what can they joke about? And also like to, to like, you know what I mean? Do you know what well, I mean? Here, like here. Dave Chappelle's new stand-up, I don't know if anybody saw that I on Netflix. I finally watched the whole thing. Oh, it was it was mm. tough to watch. I mean, it was just not funny, bro. Well, it wasn't funny, and I think he was trying to be so offensive to so many people that it was just like cringeworthy. I couldn't even sit through. I mean, some of the stuff he and he even said he was like, "I'm I'm known as what you would call a victim shamer." Like, how can you? There are just some things you that don't. you just can't joke about. Well, yep. that's a very good question. And so I, I have a joke that I wanted to say when I got here. I came here at 2.01. We were supposed to be here at one thirty, And I walked in and I wanted to say, I thought we were on CP time. There we are. See? Am I canceled? So like, here's the thing. Yes, but only because y'all two are not friends. Right. Like. And that's what I was going to say. Here's the thing. I know you. And I, it would have been fine. But they don't know you. Right. And so therefore right. it would have been like really, like I think I, I would have been fine with but, it. But, but see, but... And I clearly, think CP time people, is something that is it's out there in in the culture. Right. That is something that is used. So, like, I guess so, we're, we're talking so about the, the dynamic right. and, and see, the, the the anatomy of humor, which is I think ridiculous, it depends but on the, the people you deal with. Because sure. I also believe that some people offend very easily. Like, I'm one of those people that I would have just thought it was hilarious. Like, yeah, you kind of are on CP right, time. Right. But if you're in a a room where people are really offended easily, or they take those types of things as you know, something that's serious. I mean, just like the use of the N-word. We always talk about, like, who can and who can't. And people feel like the only brown people are the only people who can. But then you have... Some people who say black people are the only people who have. Right, who exactly. And so it's oh, like, where do, you draw the line? <laughs> where do you draw the line? And so I even had this conversation. I have a teenager, and she said there are kids at her school that are mixed race that use the n-word and she doesn't know how to feel about it wow. because they're only around yep. their white family so oh. are they learning uh, it right ooh. or you have his also comment kids. that changes it for me because i was i yep. was like oh okay if they're around their black family and their black family out here and in people all day long then cool 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 right but like but you, see, I don't, and the thing is, is I don't know how your white family in and people. Right, right. I don't know how they do it. Where do you draw the line yeah. of being too offendable or like standing up for? We as a society decide that for this one person, mm -hmm. right? So then we're like, eh. And, and it goes down to majority, and there's still a whole bunch of other people who are like, it was a stupid joke. But I mean, okay, but I feel like. If 
if really not that many people are offended, you're not going to get quote unquote canceled for it. So maybe just apologize to the person that was offended. <laughs> I, I think <laughs> what I hurt. I was reading over one of the articles you sent us about um, uh, Shane Gillis, and I think, and I've been feeling about this when it comes to humor and comedy right now. Like I. We need to raise the bar of, of comedy. Yeah. I, I, I and don't, why is that funny? I, right. don't, I don't believe that comedy should be at the expense of someone else's born attributes. Yes. Yeah. I originally thought, that's very I, I thought originally that it was going to be like, it shouldn't be at someone else's expense. But I was like, oh my God, that's That's awful. literally like, all that's comedy. All, that's all comedy. Yeah. So I think, it, I think we need to come to the idea of like, you, you don't get to... It, racism is not funny. It's not a joke. So you do can't you do that at someone else's expense. But if... You don't know how to drive a car. You don't know what a four-way stop is. I am coming for you. That's very funny. I don't care what your skin tone is. But then I don't we care get into where the came conversation from. of learn how to drive. So can black people make right racist joke about black people? Can white people talk about racism with white people? I think white people need to be using the N-word a whole lot more in a comedic setting to make it a little bit more... I really do. But I do think, think Donald be... Glover said this, and I'm going to... Because Donald Glover said this you in one of his stand-ups, okay. yeah. I am now going to support that decision. I've thought about it for a while, but when I saw a really funny, cute black man say, I was like, he is right, and I'm going to support that statement. You're like, questionably cute? Cool. I just, well, questionable in a lot of ways. Donald, <laughs> I, have, I have opinions about that person. He's, he's good at... Atlanta's a good show, I guess. <laughs> but you didn't say what he said. Oh, um, <laughs> the idea that like he was he he was alluding to the fact that white people uh, should be using the N word more often. Like I I really want to say it, but I, I don't I don't feel comfortable That's saying fair. it. So I'm not What's going the to. reason? Yeah, don't say it. Uh, yes. Watch his comedy special. I am now yeah, working I'm for Donald Glover's PR firm. Um, I can't remember it. It was okay. it was it was the idea that. Like we, <laughs> I think he wanted like a bunch of white people to be like murdered to, for doing it to get it to a point where it was okay for everyone to do it. Like we had to have sacrifices. I hate it. People had to be like to do it. So much. <laughs> this look on your face. <laughs> we turned around at the right time for this look on your face. Oh, I want to so, know Richie was um, perplexed. <laughs> he had questions. He had also, I'm going to go back to what I said about watch the stand-up. I could be completely wrong, right. but when I watched it, He's I like, was like... That's actually so not what he Richie said at all. Like, <laughs> people should say the word and then get killed Sorry, for saying Donald the word. And Maybe then, not killed. God, see, I've been canceled again. See, How many times yeah, have I been canceled, Jack? So I heard... I, I watched this... Um, um, speaker talk about the n-word and he explained it because someone got up and asked like there are rap music you know artists that use it and we sing along and he explained it as um like he calls his wife baby mm -hmm. but if another man called his wife baby then they he got would issues be upset, right. right or like him and his or his wife and the girlfriends call each other the b-word Mm. But if some random mm. person walked that means something her, way different. Correct. So I think that that's what it is. Some black Absolutely. people use it as a word of endearment. I think it's context. Like at the end of the day, Absolutely. it really is context. Yeah. Yeah. I I have said it with other people, and it came out very naturally, and nobody batted an eyelash. Not. And really? the entire time I, I was mean, walking, I, I mean, told Janelle the yeah. story, and the entire time nobody ad addressed it. We walked, and I was like mortified on the train ride all the way into Manhattan. My friend Renika got up and went to the bathroom. She's a woman of color. And the other white guy that was with you, the minute Renika was out of earshot, said, oh my God, I can't believe you said that word. I was like, I don't either. What do I do? Do I need to apologize? And it was like literally, it was like 45 minute try. And like me and Ian had been like holding this in. And I was like, I, I, 
I, I don't I don't know what to do. And so I eventually if you apologized had that feeling, months later. Does that mean that you feel like you should be able to or you should not? Because if I you feel like you should be able to, there would be no guilt associated I, with it. I am right? not going to say yeah, that I. I am not going to say that I should be able to say the word. What I do think is that by not saying it, even right now, we're just saying the n word. It's, it's in contextually, we're just using the word as an English word, and we're right. not saying. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. You know what I have to say? Like, I say the word if that's what you want. That's literally what I was thinking. <laughs> no, I saw it on your face. I was like. No, right. we just want to say nigga like, you know. Then we can nigga all day long. You can't, but I can. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. So I think I should sit this one out. <laughs> no. no, no, no. So like, but okay, so, okay. So in response to that, where context does matter, because I do, I think it's interesting that you felt away. Like you definitely felt a certain amount of guilt, but within context, it was acceptable. But we just said within context, it's acceptable. So my question then would be, Within the context of a joke, right? We know that somebody is making a joke, a comedian is making a joke, then why do they still get canceled for the joke? Okay, well, if they're not calling someone- You mean jokes in general, not jokes including that word? Not jokes no, including- No, no, I mean specifically that word because that's where oh, okay. we're going, but we okay. could also, we could take it somewhere else. I think it works on both yeah. levels. Yeah. On I'm, all I'm, levels. I, yeah. The, the, yeah, I think what I'm saying is, is if, we're, if, if our argument is that context is key. Is key. When you go to a comedy show or you sit and you watch a person with a microphone who telling jokes, you know it's meant to be funny. So it's within context. Now the question then becomes is why is it funny, right? So it's also what is being said. But my point is, is usually if it is a person that is not black and they use the N-word, I'm saying it for people who like who aren't comfortable as well. Like for people who, like, when you hear that word, right, and it doesn't matter what the joke is anymore. For some people, it doesn't matter what is said, the joke is off limit. If, in con- if we're saying context is key, then how come it's not key within the, within the context of understanding that you came to see jokes? It should be. But we haven't set that standard yet. But it's it's not like here's I'm going to laugh, but not laugh at other people. It's right. the, again, it's the idea that someone else's expense. You can and here's the thing, y'all. You can be funny not doing that. Why yes. do we have to look at this low bar? Yeah, right. that's problematic. As- if, also, if you're a comedian, this is your job. So write better jokes that yeah. aren't going to perpetuate unconscious and conscious bias to other people and genders. So like there was, ah, I wish I could find it on the Facebooks, on the Face Snaps, on the Instagrams or something, I don't know. But there is a video where there is a black comedian who is talking about Black Lives Matter. And he's not making fun of it, but he is saying like, all we're saying is Black Lives Matter. And then he gives like this, it, it, it's a, to me it's a great example of why Black Lives Matter. But he's still making a joke. And so I'm saying, like, at what point then, I mean, to me, I feel like he did it in a, in a very good way. Well, that's like, good humor. That's good right. humor when you're able to say something, like, just general and at having powerful and still make people laugh. Like, that's, that's the nuances of, of, of comedy. That's being a real artist. Exactly. And so you're saying that, but so, and I think my point is then, is there are certain levels of funny to certain people. And then somebody gets canceled because they're not up to your standard of funny. But that's the thing, though. We're talking about a general... St- I mean, can we agree that there's a, a standard of racism? Yeah, I was like, people don't really get canceled for edge cases. They don't. Like, for things that generally, like, if you, sp- if you took all the black people in America and you line them up, 
50% would say that's funny. 50% would say that's offensive. No one's getting canceled for that. People are getting canceled for things where 10% of MAGA-wearing black people would be like, I guess it's fine. And then the other 90% would be like, this is racist as fuck. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Okay. And like, that's Fair. what gets people canceled. And also look at the people that are talking about it. It's usually white men. Like, there's something True. to be said about the source, too. Like, you're yeah. not seeing people getting canceled. I don't see a lot of women of color being canceled. Even Dave Chappelle doesn't get canceled. We try, but it's, it's never going to take. He keeps coming back. He came back. He's, 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 worse than ever. <laughs> worse, <laughs> worse than ever. Worse than ever. If anything, it sounds like he's going to be canceled for a bad show. Neither, neither here nor there. But... Mm-hmm. Well, just like with uh, Wendy Williams, she's built her career on <laughs> diminishing people. And then Wendy's, she goes through yes. this... Terrible divorce. And then ask pregnancy, for sympathy. And ask for privacy and sympathy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, no, no. We'll get right here. You the Wendy is the opposite of, of privacy. She well, didn't nobody privacy. I mean, every, every I'm a, person. I'm a that, Wendy Williams you. I'm going to use your whole name as a verb. And I'm a Wendy Williams the yeah. hell out of you. That's what I'm so about to do. So how dare you tell people to please respect the privacy of my family. But you... Come on here. Legit, and just Nick, 24 hours ago, yeah, you were doing Cannon it to somebody on your show, and you're like, so your last baby was a mistake, right? <laughs> like, who the hell does that? But you well, want... Williams hasn't been canceled. No, she hasn't. She hasn't. Well, That's the I don't understand. Is, about Why not? Is, like, it has to... You can only get canceled by the people that watch you. Or that consume your content. Also, which is and why they came there for that. Chrisette Michelle got super canceled and like didn't have a career for a minute because the only people that listened to her was black people and uh-huh. mostly like quote unquote woke black people who had yeah it wasn't even a it wasn't even a large majority of no. black people right you were talking about the subset that is most likely to be mad yeah. about Donald Trump whereas. Queer people can't cancel Dave Chappelle because Dave Chappelle's making most of his money off straight black people. Actually, not even true. Off straight people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if he keeps insulting the LGBTQ community, it's like, okay, well, you can't get our dollars. But is is Dave Chappelle? Is he is he? Um, what? Not does he not like? Yeah, LGBT? he doesn't like. <laughs> oh, oh no, he's he the worst. Yeah, is he? Very, particularly it, anti-trans. Oh, he says lots of yes, things that are very, it, very offensive about trans people. That's it made up. me nauseous to watch. Wow, I did but not know this. It also it was bad. Like he was saying like very inappropriate things about survivors of sexual assault, yes. which is a much like I mean, if we're just gonna talk numbers, this is now this this should you should start losing money behind this. Yeah. Like, because were queer people listening to that much Dave Chappelle to begin with? No, we were like maybe three percent of his audience. Fine, but then like. I'm just surprised that nothing. I've really never found him funny, so that's just a whole I, other I'm, thing. I'm, I can't even really participate because I I, I mean, never watched anything. Dylan is hilarious. I love this. So I, don't, I, I only know that, but like I always know certain things that are Dave Chappelle ish. Yeah. Like Prince. But like, but yeah, yeah. by like by asides. And like, so right. I don't know. I don't actually sit and watch it, right. but I understand the, the concept of Dylan, 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 which is why I always call. Jack, when uh, Dylan was here and I kept calling him Dylon, that's where it came from. So, <laughs> like, I call him Dylon, and it came from that. But I, do, do I really? Did I ever watch it? No. I, it's like I know clips, mm-hmm. and I but I don't know him, so I don't think I didn't know that at all. But I'm also not a fan, so it wouldn't have mattered if he was getting my he he was never getting my money. So it's not really right. not really a cancellation. Well, that's the thing. I think most of the people that are really into Dave Chappelle are not that. I mean. But on the other hand, there are people like Louis C.K. who most of the people who watch Louis C.K. are not people who are going to be super up in arms about woke, whatever. But he's still got like 
really run out of the comedy community. I think he's I think he's an example of someone that is, um, and I have no I have no basis for this, so I want to be very clear about that. But I just he seems like somebody that recognized what he did, and he has he's 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 allowed himself to be can- he's he's allowed yes. himself to be canceled, and he is not. He's doing what you should be doing, I think, in a situation like that. It was just like, you know what? Maybe I need to just calm the fuck down a little bit. I mean, and I think this might be a good... I, I would I would honestly, personally, because of various canceling in my life, and we don't have to talk about that, but I want to know, like, how do we get beyond that? Like, that was there was a question that was... Yeah. It's like, what is... And I, I would love to start talking about that. And I think this yeah, is a great transition with, C, uh, with Louis C.K. Is like, honestly, if he came back because of what he's done, I would be more willing to watch him because he didn't make a big deal about it. He didn't... Uh, he didn't yeah. push back against it. He, he said, you know what? I did fuck up. And then he literally disappeared. I've not seen him since. Well, he keeps coming, trying to come back. Well, yeah. he's doing his tour. He tours. He's touring. But his oh, show, which okay. has been like explode, like he, I think he's, he's doing what ne- he's, he's doing what needs to be done to uh, seek forgiveness. Maybe. And again, I don't have basis for this. Well, I just. He's also an interesting case because it's pretty clear that he knew what he was doing was wrong, and that was like probably part of what he got off on about it, that he was doing this like bad, shameful thing. I think that's part of what he liked about it. Mm. Um, so he's a weird case because he, he knew it was wrong. This is the one thing I can you know? talk about. Lucy K? Do, yeah. do, you, do you want mine? No. We never get Jack to talk, and right, Jack is looking Jack, for a microphone. I will right. switch with you, Jack. Jack actually has opinions about Louis C.K. I mean, yeah. I I would also be curious to know what is in his set now because mm. before he got canceled there was I mean he did an entire special that was about how we miss how all these people miss the fact that they can no longer say nigger uh, faggot and the c word like that was he did a whole set around that and like it was thoughtful ish but I was already down to cancel Louis C K because I thought his content was a little bit questionable up to start with. So is he still doing those jokes? Jack, Jack's going to join us. Come on over. Me. Well, I am to start with the target demographic for Louis C.K. <laughs> um, for several years before he got canceled, there were several rumors about the situation that occurred. Very true. No one wanted to accept it but it was a highly regarded, like, secret. It was a highly regarded situation in the comedy world. Whisper yes. Oh, right, yes. And, and then it came out, and everyone was like, oh, shit, yep, it's true. And then he got canceled. He went away for nine months. He probably should have gone away a little bit longer. He did his apology. And then now he's doing comedy clubs and whatnot and traveling around. Leaked audio came out from his recent set which definitely delves into, he, he is a comedian that has always been on that line of, I should, you know, people shouldn't say these things out loud. That is yeah. his brand of comedy. True. From all the words that he talks about, like, and, and that's a lot of that generation of comedians too, is talking about, we used to say these words all the time, now we can't. Right. You know, a, a minor version of that being like in the 90s, we said gay. That's gay all the right. time. That's the that's the baby stepchild of what you know oh. they they used to say growing up before that. But with uh, him coming back, his comedy is just as pushing the boundaries as before. 
but now the subject matters are hitting people a little bit more closer to the nerve because of the situation so, that had so happened. So to me, that means if we're talking about like, what do you have to do to come back? It, if he's, I, I, I don't dispute his right to make comedy about his life because mm -hmm. that's what he does. But it's like, you're going to do comedy about it, but you haven't really reflected long enough to do comedy about the situation in a way that shows that you know really what happened. Yeah. It sounds like what, I haven't heard it. Yeah. It sounds like what, I haven't heard it. Now, uh, in, in this conversation, uh, it was one of my questions on, that I contributed was, is there a road to redemption? Yes. In, in, in criminality, in crime, there is a justice system in which after you have done this horrible thing, you serve this amount of time, after that, your sins should be absolved. You know, that's, yeah. that's not what happens most of the time, but that's the idea. Right. So what is it, what does he have to lose? And what does he have to do to come back? I, I have an answer for you. What is the road to redemption? I've been thinking about this, and I have a list. Are y'all ready? Let's, <laughs> I'm so let's, excited. Let's we are talk ready. about the road to redemption. All you canceled people, listen up. <laughs> um, I believe there needs to be a genuine, heartfelt apology. Um, there needs to be therapy, and you need to be actively going to therapy with whatever, you're, whatever you've done. You need to be exploring why you've done that, and you need to be going to that regularly. You need to be volunteering at an organization that has actively uh, been affected by you um, and what you've done. You need to make life changes. And two things that I added during this conversation you don't get any money anymore for something. I don't know what that is, but we need to figure out a way that you do not get that monetary pullback from something that you've done. Maybe not future stuff, but past stuff, you're, it's gone. You don't get to get that anymore. Oh, that's actually great. And then criminal charges. If, there is, if you've done something illegal, you have to go through that, that justice process and get criminal charges. Yep. That, to me, is a road to redemption that I will then, if you hit all those, and that, I think that's a lot, actually, y'all. That's one, two, three, four, five, six areas. You achieve all those six areas, I will consider bringing you back into my life and seeing the maybe art that you created. I will consider. consider. I will absolutely because maybe your art isn't good anymore because your art was based on someone else's oppression. Right. So then maybe you don't get to do that anymore right. and I'm not yeah. going to watch it. Like, I'm no, this this is not a 100% you get a free card now. Right. What that is is like, yeah. this, this is also just as a human being, you should be wanting to do this. Right. And... No one should have to tell you to do those things either. You're, you're right, but I like telling people what to do. So listen up. This is what you need to do, mm -hmm. and then we will think about who you are as a human being. Because I guarantee you, this will make you a better human being. Yes, that's true. I also think that that money that you would have. <laughs> right. I also think that that money that you would have gotten would have could be better served in another community. So like if if you're if you're saying you don't get that money anymore, you Ooh. get to earn income. You just need to put that income in. With I like else. it. Number seven, <laughs> that money now goes to a uh, another charity of some sort. That right, and, and, and I think it's got. I, I think it's got to be connected to what you've done. It can't just yeah. be like, "Ooh, my dog." No, no, you don't get a benefit out of this. This is like if you abused a, a young girl, it's going into a, a school for girls, whatever thing. Like mm -hmm. it has to be that. It can't be like, "I want to save the rainforest." We don't care about what you want anymore because you lost that privilege when you touched that girl. Sorry, I, I don't know who that person was, but. <laughs> They exist, unfortunately. No, no, no. There's, there's a lot of them. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah. no sorry, sorry. No, 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 no. No, stay. You stay. You stay. Because this don't ever happen. So you, you sit right there. Um, Jack was trying to leave, but uh, Janelle has said no. Janelle vetoed. Um, you're not canceled. You're invited. Right. Right. You're the opposite of canceled. 
Um, so we talked about the road of redemption. Can we look at uh, is cancel culture censorship? Really quickly. Wait, is that it? Was that the? No one else wants to talk about that road. Is that road good? Are we ready to that go? That road is perfect. Um, Hook, silent, print. Oh, great. No, black no, and white. Let's I, print I, that. Yes, yeah, please. The, the Come on, Dallas Morning News. DR's road to redemption, much like the you know Bechtel what? test. We don't you need get to. This whole you don't need to put my name on it. It's fine. <laughs> we all know it was me. Low key, hey uh, Emily, if if you're if just maybe you could just make that a whole graphic and put DR's road to redemption for <laughs> for canceled celebrities. We could totally make that happen. You're welcome, Lee Troll. Listen up. home for. Ca- <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna. What this is? You hey, know, man. you know why this came about is because that motherfucker went on to Dallas Morning News and, and wanted to come, come back. You don't get to come back when you say I'm thinking about volunteering, motherfucker. You volunteer. Yep. You don't need to think about it. Go out and do and it. Do it. And if you can't figure out how to do that, you do not need to exist. And if you're only thinking about it, why are you still thinking about and it? And why are you telling somebody that you're thinking about it? Fuck you. <laughs> Yeah. Right. You need to do no. this shit, motherfucker. And yeah, the, right. everybody else. And I mean, I think that's the big problem, right? That's just a great example because so often the quote-unquote road to redemption is a sympathetic newspaper profile. Hmm. Well, it didn't Matt work. Lauer I want to tell you right now. Well, yeah, it didn't work for him. No. But Matt I want to I want to do a, a thing where I like I, I I pin somewhere where I see him just so that people know where he is. Be like, where is Lee Troll today? He is at this coffee shop. Do not go. <laughs> or go and have a conversation with him. Sorry. You know what? I'm not going to apologize. Fuck you. No, don't apologize. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Yes, Censorship. um, uh, Is it censorship? No. Uh, It would be censorship if the government was doing it. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) I like this. We've got a nice little momentum here going. He wrote the question and already had the answer. He's not really interested in whatever. That That may have been one of the... I think that was one of Jack. I I wrote like six of them. Also, I was expecting this to be a much more contentious conversation. I thought some people would be on the side of the canceled. Who will think of the poor canceled? But nobody is thinking of the canceled, which we shouldn't. If if we draw too rigid of lines around acceptable discourse, then the stuff that's outside that line is not just going to be the stuff that we particularly disagree with, right? You create an echo chamber. Right. But my thing is, with the whole thing about cancel culture, it's, you you know, you got to apply your little power analysis. And people are not being... People were... The people who say things who are oppressed, that say things that are uncomfortable to the mainstream or to oppressors or to the powerful people, are already canceled. They were pre-canceled. They will not get to get a platform from which to be canceled. Like, I... I watch some of those people on YouTube. Their YouTube videos are great. They're not getting picked up by Netflix for saying, you know, white people are evil. And then also, didn't you say earlier that everybody has an opinion, but not, we don't need to hear everybody's opinion. That's the type of censorship. I mean, how do we decide who, who's to be heard and who isn't? Nice recall. Okay, let's go back to Chick-fil-A saying that they don't believe in, you know, the, the LGBT community. Well, they're going to back it with their religious faith and their um, teachings. But if you're not a part of that religion, then you think that those are just opinions and books written by old men. So how do we decide if they're really basing it on facts or if it's just opinions that they've been taught for so long? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't know. That's such a um, very Iraqi, Iraqi road religion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll say that a lot of people, you know, don't take that as fact. It's simply word, right? So beyond you just simply not believing in it, what else is there? And you knowing that the current state of the nation is literally to condemn those who are LGBTQ, why are you saying it? What do you hope to get out of that? 
in my opinion, flirting with fringe doesn't necessarily make you interesting. It doesn't make you popular and it does not expand your bank account and it shouldn't do any of those things. So people should, again, be cognizant of what they're saying, but also if they're going to say something that isn't popular, back it and be able to do it substantially. But aren't there statements and points of view and opinions that aren't valid? Yes. I mean, we're, we're talking about this cancel culture and we're talking about, and I, I 100% agree with you, Richie, that we, we do need to have a, a diverse conversation and all points of view should be welcome at the table to a point. And this is, I guess, my question now is the idea of like, I don't care about R. Kelly's point of view right now. Mm-hmm. So why, I, 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 he's not, he needs, he needs to be censored. What is he going to tell me that's going to change the situation? I didn't do it. Also, well, but by contrast, actually, I think it was valuable when he did that interview with Gail King where he was wildly unhinged and it was very obvious that he did it. Yeah. Like, that was, maybe we did need to hear But why do we, why do, why do we have to listen to the oppressor and not the victims? That's fucked up, Chris. I'm not going to support that. I don't need somebody having a meltdown to prove to me that he did it when I have 18 other women that are crying on camera saying, this is what he's done to me and my daughter. That's problematic. But, but also then also true. in the R. Kelly a situation, a lot of his victims are still being victimized. And so they're not going to point the finger at him. They're not there yet. But, but people yeah. are, though. But, you're you're yeah. right. If no one was pointing the finger, then we would definitely need R. Kelly to do that. But people are pointing the finger. And so that's what made it hard is because you have this group of people over here saying that he did it. But then you're having this group of people over here saying how much he helped them. So I feel like we needed R. Kelly to kind of balance that out. Like... Oh, he is crazy. Maybe he is. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, I just think if it if it gets, you know, 50 more people who are R. Kelly fans to stop wasting their money on his music so that he doesn't have so much money to keep abusing people, then thanks, Kale. And what was so crazy to me is after the um, documentary broke, I was reading some statistics, and, like, his music streaming went up mm-hmm. after of the course. docs. Yeah. And I'm like, why would you purposely seek out to give this man income. Like, if mm-hmm. anything else... I think that's why DJs all over the country have... they A couple of them, some in Dallas, also said, we are not going to yes. play his music anymore. Yes. And I think that's important. And for uh, me, when I watched the documentary and realized that the words of the songs were related to teenage girls, it changed the way that I listened to his music. Right. And I'm like... Right. Oh, that's the... especially for me, I have a 15-year-old daughter. <laughs> so to hear that music and feel like if that was my daughter and you're singing... 12 play and age ain't nothing but a number with Aaliyah and finding out that he married her secretly under age under no, that, age? that is that is criminal right then that and there criminal. it doesn't need to go anymore we don't need to see the five other episodes of this documentary like, problematic so. yeah no, I agree. and That's I feel like true. it like literally on Facebook I started deleting people because two things happened I saw men that were defending him and I saw women that were de- uh, defending him and mm-hmm. I just couldn't even I saw women with daughters defending Mm -hmm. him and that to me was like we don't need to be friends because if you have a daughter and you're defending his actions the caliber of person i don't even need to be associated with and i just didn't understand that part of it that's interesting and and we should wrap up pretty soon but i just want to take like a quick detour so when do you cancel a person because that's like kind of canceling your at least your relationship with that person I feel like if you get to the point of in a friendship or a, a relationship where you see that you guys cannot disagree, or like you said, you know, if what you believe is rooted in my oppression, rooted in my oppression, then we can't be friends anymore. Yep. 
we can't be friends anymore. If you, if you as a person, we're friends and we're having a conversation about a pedophile and you start trying to justify what the pedophile has done and I have three daughters, you can't be in my life anymore and you are officially canceled. So if you are like actively supporting hurting people. It seems to be active is a key word in the yeah, all these conversations. Yeah, actively hurting the idea yeah. is people then, yeah. And you can cancel people in real life. Like, yeah. their boundaries. That's what that is. Well, we didn't get into this all the way, but I feel like if there's any downside I personally see to cancel culture, it's that um, I think there are a lot of people in real life, especially who are in communities that are very focused on social justice or think a lot about um, think a lot about just like ethics in the light of what we know about oppression and race and gender and sexuality and all that. Um, I think there are a lot of people that do walk around kind of always afraid of being canceled. And I think if celebrities walk around, if Dave Chappelle is afraid of getting canceled, that's kind of a good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he has the bandwidth to do that. He's just going to go back to his farm for another 10, 15 years. Mm -hmm. and come back. Yeah. Which he's please got do. You money. He doesn't. Please right. do, sir. Yeah. But like, is it good that people that like regular, not famous, not rich people yeah. worry about? being canceled. He, but no one needs to worry about it though because here's the thing if you worry about it you're going to create a, a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, And also what are you worrying about? Being a bad human being? Like, So maybe we, you should just be worried about being a bad human being. No, no, right. Absolutely. What are you like, doing here's the thing. You you, if you can wake up in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror then we're in a good place right now but if oh. you can't then we're problematic and if you can't it's because you are doing things that might need to be canceled. And I, I, think, I think there's a positive to the cancel culture because at the end of the day, again, most of them, I mean, I, not most, in terms of like who is taking up space, when you remove someone who has been canceled, you are now creating a vacuum that maybe another person who has not yes. been ever given an opportunity to have that space now could possibly get that space. Yes. So I say good call, cancel culture. Mm -hmm. We now have an Asian American on SNL. who He was already um, right getting in. that position along with um, the fact that I know Shane Gillis's name and not... The, Bow and Yang. The, thank you. Wow. That's unconscious bias right there. Um, let me, but let the, me double check that the, I got his name right. The idea, I mean, he was already going to be, he was, was already hired sure along with Shane Gillis. But the idea that that Asian American comedian now has possibly more space to take up than a white man, that's, that's good. There's a lot of white comedian, male comedians out there. Like maybe we take can a lose step a back. I'm gay, so I can do it. But, um, <laughs> but nobody else, like white straight men, take a step back. We're fine. We've got plenty of you. We do that have was a joke. An awful you, can, lot. you can cancel me later if you want to, but <laughs> only straight later. white men can cancel me. <laughs> okay, so I think I mean unless there's anything that's just like burning on anyone's heart to share, I think maybe we can move on to our leave and takeaways. Which I didn't really think about. It. I should have had like I did. I was like I had not even thought about what my leave and takeaway was. I mean, hmm. Okay, so I. I have two takeaways, which is first off, I did not know about what Chick-fil-A was doing in Africa. All I knew about was the stuff in the US, so I'm gonna Google that. And I'm never spending any money with them ever again. Not that, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, so I didn't have much reason <laughs> yeah, to spend you, money with them I was anyway. talking with a vegetarian about this, like there's no vegetarian options at that menu. So exactly. Yeah, no. yeah. But I, I will admit- Wait a sacrifice, Chris. We're I, very no, wait, grateful wait, for I it. I admit, I did get a lemonade from there like two months ago. Okay. So I will not do that. I will just- Well, there's a simple road to redemption, Chris. <laughs> um, a heartfelt, a genuine apology. Check. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, therapy check. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, but and my, and my other uh, my other takeaway is that list. That list is actually pretty on point. It's specifically saying that people should 
be in therapy, and I hadn't thought about that. Like, did Matt Lauer go to therapy? Did he discuss, like, what are my issues with women? Why do I seek out women that work for me? You know? Like, I, I, I think that people, I think honestly that's one that they don't think about, and they really should. Um, especially when they're rich people that can, like, Roseanne, Roseanne right? clearly has some issues that she needs to work through, like serious ones. And maybe if she did that for four or five years, she could come back because she is still a funny person, you know? Anyway, um, and then I guess my, oh, those are my takeaways. I guess my, what I want to leave for everybody uh, is, is that, at least in the United States of America, uh, the First Amendment, which is what governs what we consider to be censorship or not, right, or free speech, the First Amendment applies to the government. There was actually apparently a legal case. I have to look it up. This should really be my, my lead. There was a legal case that actually very much narrowed the scope of the First Amendment to apply to state action and not like Facebook is censoring me and Facebook is preventing my free speech by not allowing me to say whatever on Facebook's platform. Um, but for right now, until our conservative Supreme Court decides otherwise, um, I think that while we should consider carefully how we respond to people in real life and how we take action to punish speech, because I do think that a boycott for so what somebody said is punishing their speech, while we should be careful about punishing other people's speech, we don't need to start talking about, oh, I am being canceled. I am just like, um, you know, the people in uh, under Soviet Russia who were sent to the work camps because of their, <laughs> like, you're not getting sent to the work camps because of your tweets. The state is not involved. You're not getting shot. You're not getting compelled by violence to do different. So, like, if you lose some money, maybe just don't claim the great heritage of poor, oppressed people who were actually censored and canceled and treated really, 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 really badly. You're still rich. Thanks. Okay, who wants to go next? Um, I'll do my takeaway. So my takeaway is the new code we have for the road to redemption right. should be an active daily check for everyone. Mm. Not just mm. for those who have been canceled, because if we do it, it will prevent us yes. from even getting to that point. So that was my takeaway. I think Amen. that that's something that we should actively do. You know, you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm looking at that. I'm like, oh fuck, I need to be doing some of this shit right <laughs> every day. Like I'm like texting my counselor. Well, okay, to be honest, all of us probably have done something that we can like absolutely. Take some I'm sure I have. Action. Like probably today. I don't even know. <laughs> right. Let's see. So correct. I know I posted something before I got here that I probably need to delete. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Okay. Um, but my leave or what I learned was, um, or what I want to leave is um, be okay with canceling people in real life. Um, because I think a lot of us will have long-term friendships that aren't working for us, and we realize that we're no longer compatible in whatever friendship capacity and don't be afraid to tell people to find the peace that they deserve and keep it moving. Amen. Find the peace that you deserve. <laughs> yes. Um, I think I'm blanking on takeaway, honestly. I've just been so fired up this entire time. I haven't really been as present as I would have liked. I think uh, learning about Dave Chappelle and his uh, uh, sordid history with the LGBT has been very um, 
enlightening. It's not even history because he wasn't that bad in 2004, was he? It's just recently. Anyway, I'm sorry. No, no. I just I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go look that up and, and really educate myself on brace what yourself. that front. Okay, I I will brace myself. Thank you for the the, the encouragement <laughs> and the warning yeah. there. Yeah. Um, I think. I think a leave, I mean, I have so many leaves. Um, I just, this is an important conversation. I love what you said about being, canceling people in real life. And I really think that like sitting here, I started this conversation um, really on the fence about Michael Jackson. And then I really started to kind of think toward the end, like what has my life been missing not listening to Michael Jackson? And I, I don't know if I've lost anything. So I think, I think if we can just pause and take a breath and really examine why we're canceling a person and really look at what they are providing for us, that will educate us more so than what I say, you say, what the media says, what the internet says. Because at the end of the day, I'm really not missing anything. I, I still have those friendships I had because of Michael Jackson. I still have those memories that we had there. And no one can take that away from me. And me remembering that is not putting any money in anyone's coffers. It's mine. And I'm going to cherish that. But I, I'm not missing anything out right now. So I just, I think I'm, I'm totally like calming down and being like, let's all forgive each other. <laughs> like, um, I do, I just, I think forgiveness is something that we haven't really talked about in this and we have a road to redemption, but I think forgiveness is also really important too, because I think it's, I think, oh God, so many leaves. I'm so sorry, y'all. Somebody just cut off my microphone. Um, I think apology and forgiveness. There's power in the apology and we have to have that. And there's power in the forgiveness. And we also need to forgive ourselves first before we forgive anybody else. And we are part of the problem. So forgive yourself first, which will then create a space that you can forgive somebody else. Oh, yeah, I do. I have a point. Um what DR said about if your form of livelihood is rooted in my oppression, then there's an absolute problem. Uh, it makes me think of the state of the US and capitalism as a whole and how literally everything that we do is rooted in someone else's oppression. Uh, and I'm very curious as to how that conversation would go and if it would drive us insane trying to figure out who's being oppressed in what situation, if not all of them. Um, and another thing I'd like to leave behind is that there is an absolute marginal line between what is political and social uh, in every aspect to our lives. Uh, and that we should probably try to err on the side of depoliticizing our life to the point where it won't drive us insane but still keep us aware. Because I think if we live by the measure of being a political person, uh, it can absolutely make life hell. So. I, I also want to say that was James Baldwin quote. That was, that was not a me quote. That was a, a James Baldwin quote. Y'all making me do a leave Yes, yeah, so you have to do a leave okay. takeaway. Go. Uh, my takeaway is DR's seven rules to the road of redemption, as well as the combination of that needing to be daily as opposed to just a one-time occurrence. Yes, thank you, Tim. Um, I guess my leave would be uh, mostly read past just the headline of some of these things because I think a lot of rage and misinformation gets spread off of just reading headlines. Personally, I think this was uh, an awesome episode. You guys are all invited specifically in this exact combination. I feel like <laughs> I need to find like another topic. Oh wait, I'm not loud enough. I feel like I need to find another topic that is gonna be great for like the three of you guys together. Um, so yeah, on that note, uh, as always, create hope, forge a path, change the world. We'll see you next episode.